Hey, it's our weekly streaming show. Here's a sneak peek at our top streamer of the week. Go get you some Derek Carr, rostered in just 39% of Yahoo leagues. He'll face the Buccaneers in Week 17, ranked 29th in AFPA to opposing quarterbacks, and just made C.J. Beathard look like C.J. Stroud in limited action last week. Carr has been a QB1 in each of the past two weeks, and with Chris Olave healthy and productive, expect another busy day for the New Orleans passing game. Now let's get to the show. Welcome, everyone, to the most accurate podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Brandon. I'll look at my fantastic co-host, the great Jen Akins. Jen, how's it going, buddy? I'm good. First of all, I'd like to comment. I like the fact that the uh, the frame, we're, we're far away today. I'm, yeah, I'm not far away I'm not, today. I like it. not hating that at all. <laughs> uh, I'm good. I, you know, it's strange. I don't feel like we're in week 17. Like, I feel like we're still in week 16. You know what I mean? Like, there was so much football over the last three days that I feel like we're still there. And I, I, turning the page is, is, is a weird thing today. I feel like it shouldn't be, uh, but I'm good. I also have to say, I just got a massage like an hour ago. So, oh nice, um, yeah, which is huge. I haven't had one in probably over a year. Um, so yeah, I'm a little, but, <laughs> but I am good. Uh, ready to do this week 17. Hopefully lots of our listeners made it to the title game. How are you, my friend? I'm doing pretty good. I uh, I can't believe it's the last episode of the season and uh, all the writing stuff is winding down. Uh, a week from now, I'm not going to know what to do with myself, Jen. That's how it goes. Uh, hopefully, I'll just be celebrating championships. Uh, thanks to everyone in the chat. Donald, sorry you lost last week. Samson, great to see you, even if you've got no teams left. Uh, Darian Patterson, we'll get to a question here in a little bit. Uh, just as a reminder, this is our weekly streaming show. So, uh, you know, we're going to talk about the quarterbacks uh, tight ends, kickers, and defenses to stream in championship week. Uh, as a reminder, streaming means uh, rostered in less than 40% of Yahoo leagues. So if we don't bring up somebody that you like, they're probably rostered in too many leagues. Uh, so Darian Patterson, KJ Osborne, Demarcus Robinson, or Jerry Judy this week. That's a tough one for me. That's a whole bunch of players there. <laughs> uh, it really depends on Jordan Addison's health for me. If Addison is out, then I think Osborne's kind of a slam dunk in that matchup, but that's probably where I'm going either way. I like Judy enough, but he's Judy's not 100%, right, Jen? Well, Corlin Sutton is in concussion protocol. He's and hurt. Judy, I'm not sure if he's 100%. He hasn't really been all there this season anyway, but um, health-wise, I'm not 100% sure about him. Uh, but if, if Sutton is out, he's not an awful option. Uh, there either, but I would probably say Eileen Osborne, uh, like you said, if no Addison, Demarcus Robinson. I just, I kind of feel like I don't know. I mean, I know he's had a nice little uptick, but I, it's hard for me to get on board with that, especially in the title game. Yeah, that's kind of where I feel. I, I feel like I'd have a hard time going into the titles being like Demarcus Robinson is my guy, but I, I, uh, I, feel like I, I understand. <laughs> I feel like there may be a better option on the waiver wire. I don't know. Uh, but like I said, I don't hate Judy if Sutton's out and I certainly don't hate Osborne if Addison, cause I mean, Hawkinson's out too. So very true. Okay. Uh, let's go right into quarterbacks if that's okay. Let's do it. Uh, I'm going to preface this by saying Derek Carr is the best option. He's really, really the best option. So if you can't get Derek Carr, um, I'm sorry. And hopefully something will work out. Cause the problem is the, the other streaming options you're looking at, like Gardner Minshew, Joe Flacco, those other guys have horrible matchups. Like 
Uh, Minshew faces the Raiders, who've been really good defensively the past few weeks. So, I mean, season long, they're like 16th in AFPA to opposing quarterbacks. But over the past like three weeks, they're just shutting teams down. Like that's what they've been doing. They just shut down Patrick Mahomes. That made him look, uh, made him really struggle in that loss. So, I Gardner Minshew, it's hard to recommend. Flacco goes up against the Jets, who are the best pass defense in football right now. So it's hard to really uh, recommend those guys. You could. I guess squint at Bryce Young at Jacksonville because that's a good matchup. But are we trusting Bryce Young just because he had one good game against the Packers? I I don't I don't do that. So here's where I'm going. If you can't get Carr, try to get the Tennessee guy. That might be Ryan Tannehill. It might be Will Levis. But they're up against Houston. Houston is 30th in AFPA to opposing quarterbacks. They really struggle defensively. Uh, they're one of the most vulnerable pass defenses in football. They're limping to the finish line. Tennessee's got some weapons to work with. They got Hopkins. Uh, obviously, Derrick Henry is not really a, a pass receiving option, but Tajay Spears has been pretty good. Uh, they're using Chigakanku, even if it's Derrick Henry throwing the ball and using him. Uh, Levis can put up numbers, and so can Tannehill. So if you can hedge and figure out a way to get both of them on your roster or something along those lines. Um, if you can't get Derek Carr, I think your best bet is a Tennessee uh, quarterback. After that, watch if Nick Mullins still starts, right? We we saw the whole Nick Mullins experience <laughs> last week. We saw multiple touchdowns, lots of yards, multiple interceptions. That's the way he goes. I've been saying for a couple of weeks, he's a gunslinger. That's who he is. Uh, faces Green Bay. Green Bay Gave up QB1 performances to Bryce Young and Baker Mayfield over the past two weeks and the QB16 performance to Tommy DeVito in week 14. So, like, Green Bay is a very vulnerable pass defense. So, if Nick Mullen starts, I'm okay with that. But know that you're you're looking at some variants there. Jaron Hall may start. The Vikings may pull Mullins after the first two picks, which could happen in the first half. Uh, so, full Nick Mullen's experience. No, that's where it goes. I, I like him if he starts. So that's where it goes. Uh, after that, if you're desperate and the Giants, um, if they announce to Rod Taylor as the starter against the Rams, I like to Rod Taylor. Uh, obviously, the Giants offense is really difficult to roll for. Uh, but you're hoping to Rod Taylor does enough. Yesterday against Philly, he, he, he showed some signs of life. Had a big play to Darius Slayton. So... Uh, that's kind of where where I would go there. I, I'm not really too interested in Mason Rudolph against Seattle. I know I'm throwing all kinds of names, but it's a tough week. Um, I'm not too interested in Mason Rudolph against Seattle. I think that's a tough. I think that's a tough one to assume Rudolph is going to bounce uh, or come come off that off that good win against Cincinnati and come into Seattle do well. So I'm a little worried about Mason Rudolph. I'm not excited about him, and I'm never excited about Taylor Heineke. I, I'm worried about Washington against San Francisco. So I'm not. I'm not going after Jacoby Brissett, even if he starts. Aiden O'Connell at Indies, too fluctuating. So, uh, Carr, if you can't do Carr, Tennessee quarterback, if you can't do that, maybe Mullins or Tyrod Taylor. And that's it. That's where I am at, at quarterback. Uh, Jen, did I uh, run around too much before I finished at a final point? Or was did that all make sense? <laughs> no, it totally made sense. I mean, I wish I wish we could get the, the Flacco revenge game going, but it's a tough matchup. It's tough. That's a tough secondary to assume he's going to do. That could be an ugly low-scoring game. <laughs> it, yeah, I, <clears throat> I agree with you there. It's tough. I hope, I hope most of you out there have a quarterback uh, by now that you don't have to stream. Like you said, Carr is the best option, but um, unfortunately, we've all lost plenty of quarterbacks over the last several weeks. So there might be people out there scrambling. Uh, and listen, you never know. I mean, Flacco last week. Granted, I grabbed him at the last minute and he was on a bench of mine, but I think he put up like 39 points on my bench. Uh, 
So it can happen. League winners um, out of nowhere, but it is rough. Like you said, um, you went, you went through pretty much the entire gamut of who's available um, and it's all pretty ugly. Yeah. Pretty, pretty rough. Um, all right. Kyrus uh, doesn't want to go with Trevor Lawrence. Uh, wants to know Stafford, Mayfield, Goff, Flacco, or Carr. That's kind of tough. It's hard. For, I would just probably go with Goff. Um, I don't love the matchup that he's got against Dallas, but Dallas has been pretty vulnerable lately. That game could be high scoring, so that's probably where I go. Uh, you could talk me into Carr or Stafford there. Mayfield's okay. I just, I, I don't know. T Tampa Bay. I, I struggle a little bit against New Orleans. I feel like that may be, I feel like Baker may struggle a little bit against that, that New Orleans secondary, but we'll see. Um, Goff is where I go there. Jen, do you like one of the other guys better? I don't hate Baker actually against oh, yeah? New Orleans. Uh, well, I mean, we're in a position that a lot of these guys are fighting for the playoffs. So I feel like between Stafford Mayfield, uh, I don't hate them. I, I think Goff is probably the safest choice of those. Um, but you could talk me into Mayfield or Stafford there. Okay, excellent. Uh, Jay Money wants to know uh, T. Higgins, Amari Cooper, Nico Collins, David Montgomery. They need a wide receiver, two and a flex. So in a half PPR format. It's hard to sit Amari Cooper after last week, but he also <laughs> faces the Jets. So yep. uh, that's a much harder conversation that I think I'm ready for in that situation. Um, hard to trust Nico Collins, but I like it with the quarterback situation, but I like the matchup. Uh, T Higgins against Kansas city feels like the right way to go there since Jamar chase is still hobbled. Uh, and then David Montgomery gets enough touches and, and finds the end zone. So he's probably a safer flex option. I might go Higgins and Collins though. That's where I might land just for upside. What, what do you think, Jen? I will say this. Um, Dallas is kind of weak against the run. So I don't hate Montgomery there. The problem is, as we know, you've got, Gibbs to contend with. And so Montgomery is probably going to get some goal line stuff. Um, and he's just yeah. not catching passes, unfortunately. No. Um, what did you say? Higgins and Collins? That's kind of where I land. Yeah. Um, you could talk me another direction, but I, I'd probably yeah. land on Higgins and Collins. I, I like that. I do like Montgomery, though, but um, I wish you had Gibbs. <laughs> he's such a beast he's been so good he's been so good it's been good to see him uh producing as the season goes on uh inflex influxative 2k uh sorry if i'm messing that up uh start Tua or stream mullins car kyler murray or flacco uh i would probably just go with Tua, but you could you could talk me into kyler murray kyler murray's got a better matchup and is going to get more rushing production so you could talk me into that, but I'd probably just stick with two, even though he faces Baltimore. The last time Tua faced Baltimore, it was just an insane display of offense. So it's hard. <laughs> I know, but after watching last night. <clears throat> True, but two was probably a better quarterback than Brock Purdy. Oh, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, sure. Uh, yeah, I, I would. I mean, I would probably stick with two. I know that it's it's so hard when we get to the finals and people try to get cute. And sometimes you just have to go with the person that got you there or dance with the person that got you there, whatever that expression is. <laughs> um, but I would not, I wouldn't go Mullins or car. Yeah. I'd probably stick with two. Uh, excellent. Makes sense. Uh, jelly of the month, uh, two for two going to the finals. Congratulations. Jelly of the month. Nice. I hope you win. Uh, rank these defenses, Buffalo, Denver, and the jets. The jets are great against Cleveland. I have no problem with that, but I probably side with Buffalo. Buffalo faces uh, new England at home. I, I, I just think that's a better option. The Buffalo defense has been playing well, pretty, 
uh, lately, and New England's offense struggles. Bailey Zappi's been better, but they still struggle. So I side with Buffalo. Do you want to make a Jets or Denver argument, Jen? No, I, I'd go Bills with those three. Excellent. Patty, pick two. Aaron Jones, Jonathan Taylor, Zeke Elliott, James Conner, Chuba Hubbard. That's a an assortment of running backs out there <laughs> for you. Um, they're all like decent enough options. I think that the 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 Raiders have been good defensively, but they're better against the pass. So I'd probably go with Jonathan Taylor and then whew, I, I Connor's been getting touches and finding the end zone. I might I might end up on Connor there, but it that's a tough one, Jen. Do you have strong opinions? I'd probably lean the first two, Taylor and Jones, but sure. Like you said, Connor, he's had a he's had two pretty good weeks in a row. In blowout uh, losses. Yeah. That's the yeah, thing. <laughs> I know. Um yeah. I, I I lean Taylor and Jones, but as the it's early in the week, so um I, I may change my mind as we go on, but yeah, I'd go the first two. Uh, Randall Ducati wants to know if Nick Mullins or Geno Smith is your QB too. Uh, cue the Clint Eastwood. Do you feel lucky? Uh, <laughs> uh, thing. Cause that's the thing with Mullins, right? I think Mullins is going to be fine if he starts. Um, so make sure you've got a backup plan. Uh, Geno Smith against Pittsburgh. I, I don't love that. So I actually would gamble on Mullins if he's starting, if he's not starting though, uh, you need a backup plan in place. So that that's where I go. Are you more bullish on Gino against Pittsburgh than I am, Jen? No, no. But at the same time, the Mullins situation is scary because they've come scary. out today and said that it could be one of three people like Dobbs yeah. may be up there again. So yeah. you'd have, I mean, granted the good news is we're in the last game of the season. Uh, I would assume if you're not, then whatever, but uh, you can kind of get rid of all the, all the riffraff and you can have three quarterbacks. You can have four quarterbacks, you know, if, if that's where you need to go, uh, get rid of all the handcuffs, all the stuff. Cause if you're not starting them, you don't need them ever again. So, uh, if you need to grab Mullins and hall <laughs> and Dobbs to make it happen, uh, you might have to do that. I don't hate Gino, but uh, yeah, like you said, against Pittsburgh, it just doesn't, it doesn't feel good. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, Patty needs Jared Goff, Russell Wilson, or Flacco. I like Goff as a safe option, but Wilson plays the chargers. So, Wilson for me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, no, I mean, golf, golf at Dallas. It's like in theory, that's kind of scary, but Dallas has been a little, a little more porous than, than normal. Um, like you said, Wilson's the chargers. Uh, is it, what was the third option? Oh, Flacco. Uh, yeah. That's Flacco a tough, ma Jets. Yeah. tough matchup. Um, I would maybe go Wilson actually. Yeah. Wilson's where I go. It's just hard not to start someone against the Chargers. They just really, really mm -hmm. struggle defensively, and they're really limping toward the end of the season. Uh, they need Kells 22 needs two quarterbacks out of Carr, Goff, Mullins, and Flacco. To me, that's easily Carr and Goff. Yeah. Um, the safer options there, good matchups uh, for Carr. I like that. Easton Grosser, Jags, or the Jets defensively. Um, either way, really, I like both of them. The Jags are up against Carolina, but they're also really struggling defensively. So um, over the second half of the season, the Jets are just locked down. So I'd go with the Jets, and I think that they'll probably stifle Flacco's uh, resurgence enough to be a good score. Uh, do you want to make an argument for the Jags, Jen? I don't. I, I, I go Jets here. Okay. Uh, Kells 22, also Godwin, Jalen Warren, or Romeo Dobbs. Pick one for your flex. Uh, that's a tough one. I, Warren's kind of been phased out a little bit, so I probably not Warren. I probably he's, go with one of the receivers. Yeah, but. I mean, it depends on your scoring format, but like he's still getting double digits. It's not great. Like he's like in the ten to twelve range, you know, in PPR. I mean, it's not fantastic, like you said. It's 
I don't know if he's being phased out. I think it's just a, you're right. That was too strong of a word. It, well, right. I think they're just kind of a it's a split, and I think that they're you know Najee seems to be getting the goal line stuff, and um, Dobbs I think is interesting, but we still have a lot of injury to deal with there. Like Jane Reed question mark, Christian Watson question mark, Dontavian Wicks question mark. Like if all those guys don't play, then yeah, fire up Dobbs. But if those guys come back. I don't know. Then it's a, it's kind of a, a carousel there on who's going to get the, uh, and Godwin is just, he's very hit or miss this season. Like it's the Evans show. I mean, Evans has been great, which is fantastic because he had such a low ADP and no one believed in him. And uh, once again, he, he, he always prevails. I will say new Orleans is top heavy at corner. So the wide receiver two can sometimes feast against new Orleans. That tends to be kind of a thing, but not, not, not significant enough to really, go hard that way i would probably side with godwin unless all the packers are out like jen said that's probably where i would go but uh that's a tough one Kels. that's definitely tough uh aj pick three Bijan robinson jonathan taylor david montgomery ty chandler a hundred yard bonus and half point ppr um those are all good options i like all those guys green bay's really struggled defensively so it makes me want to fit chandler into the lineup but i don't know if i can do it jen what do you think the thing with Chandler, I mean, I hope what we saw last week is that he has taken over the job, but Madison is back and it scares me that they're all of a sudden going to like decide to use him. I mean, he had two carries for negative one yards last week, so he really isn't and shouldn't be a threat, but it it's just that that's a little scary to me that they may all of a sudden decide to use him. Jane Robinson, once again, like it's the Arthur Smith factor, right? Like we, we'd like to think that he's going to get the volume and he's going to give you that hundred yard bonus. Uh, yeah, that's a really tough one. I'll pick three. Yeah, so you just sit one. I yeah, I would probably sit Chandler, but I um, could you could talk me into sitting Montgomery either. I think I think I think JT and Bajan you you start them, and then it's between the other two there. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Inflictive two K start three. Jonathan Taylor, DeAndre Swift, Saquon Barkley, Joe Mixon, Derrick Henry, James Connor. You did a much better a job with that name again. this time, by the way. I, I'm working on it. I'm going to keep. You crushed the name this time around. <laughs> Thank you, Jen. Uh, lots of running backs there to pick from. I think that it's really hard to sit Taylor. Um, so I, I I would definitely go with Taylor. H Henry against Houston is awfully hard to ignore. Uh, but all those guys are good players. So it's at all those guys. I'm going to be sad to sit any one of them. Um, I, I think Swift against Arizona is kind of a must start too. So. Oh, yeah. God, I, I mean, Saquon is kind of, I don't know if trusting that giants offense is a little bit scary there. Mm -hmm. So I, I would, I mean, it's tough to, like physically click the button and sit Saquon. And he, um, and he does get 21 touches a game. So like it's, yeah, I mean, Mixon, it, it gives him that high floor. I mean, you could probably sit Mixon maybe because yeah, against the Chiefs, you've got yeah. Chase. Yeah, you got Chase Brown coming up a little more these days. Uh, oh, that is yeah. Tough. Give give me Taylor Swift and Saquon, and 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 just I just cry watching Henry Connor <laughs> on the bench. Like that's just what happens. Uh -huh. I think that's where I end up. That's tough, man. That's tough. Tra it, well, too bad the trade deadlines passed. I, I know. Like I was like, yes, pawn <laughs> off some of those guys. I mean, I'm sure that Zeke was someone that I don't know if you acquired him later or you just kind of held on to him. But um, Ramondre may be back, but even if he is, he's kind of risky too. So that's a tough one. Yeah. 
Uh, Kells 22, do we trust Calvin Ridley this week? No, not at all. Uh, Carolina's really good defensively. They have a great secondary, and uh, Calvin Ridley's wildly inconsistent. So, no, I don't trust Calvin Ridley. No, not unless he's your only option, but yeah. I, I would think you might be able to find somebody else. Yeah. Carolina does a pretty good job against wide receiver ones, too. That's specifically they've done really well with that, especially over the second half of the season. Uh, Eric Gorky picked two. Eckler Cup, Javante Williams in a non-PPR. Um Non-PPR changes things a little bit, but I think with the matchups in play and, and everything considered, I think Eckler's the one I sit there. Feels it, gross. it does. It's tough to even verbalize that, but I'm with you. Prize Picks is North America's largest independently owned daily fantasy sports platform and one of the most exciting ways to play DFS. And best of all, Prize Picks is simple. Just choose between two to six players and pick more or less than their prize pick stat projection. It's that easy. Quick withdrawals, an enormous selection of players, and you can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. But it doesn't stop there. Prize picks even offers in-game projections. Imagine gathering at the house, watching football with your friends, and building an entry to cheer for together with more AJ Brown receiving yards or less Jordan Love passing yards. Now, it's possible. Just go to prizepicks.com slash accurate and use the promo code accurate to match your first deposit up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Uh, all right, so uh, Jen, now yes. is the time. And for the last time this season, uh, I'm going to ask you the most important question in the history of podcast uh, podcasting. And that is, is it a good week to stream tight end? It's an average week to stream tight end. I mean, tight end in general has been up this year. We've been fortunate in the streaming realm. There are plenty of options. I mean, we've been in years past where we're putting up names that we don't even know who they are at the end of the season. So we are fortunate. There are names and there are viable guys that are streamers. I mean, to put your championship on the line, eh, you know, but I think there's at least some names that we like. Uh, so I will just get into it here. Uh, the first guy on the list, not necessarily in the order. I feel like they're all kind of interchangeable this week. There's no standout like this is the guy. Kind of like how Carr was your guy, right, for quarterback. We don't really have that. It's kind of a pick your poison here. But first guy I'm going to talk about uh, is Tucker Craft. Uh, Packers, Tucker Craft. He is uh, on the road in Minnesota. He is 19% rostered. He's had six targets in three of the last four games. He is the tight end nine in half PPR scoring in that time frame. Not a great matchup, though. The Vikings are second in adjusted fantasy points allowed to the tight end position. However, I think his floor is worth it if you need him. So that's first guy, Tucker Craft. A second guy on the list we talked about a little bit uh, earlier in the show is Chigakonkwo uh, on the road uh, against Texans. He is 32% rostered. So he has a 15.6% target share since their week seven bye. And the Texans are 26 in adjusted fantasy points allowed. They're allowing 11.2%. Uh, half PPR points per game to the tight end. So once again, similar to Kraft, he's got a decent floor, regardless of quarterback, whether you're going with Tannehill or Levis, he's he's a guy you can plug in and it has a decent floor. Uh, third guy I have here is uh, Juwan Johnson. He is also on the road in Tampa. He is 12% rostered. He has had touchdowns in back-to-back -to -back games. Pretty good. Tampa Bay is dead last in adjusted fantasy points allowed. They're allowing 13.2 half PPR points to the tight end uh, each week. So he's coming out a little hot at the end. Uh, so 
if you need him, he's an option. I do have a bonus. It's a very risky, like deep, deep league bonus. Uh, but I will throw out there Josh Oliver uh, because TJ Hawkinson is out. He has torn several of the CLs. Uh, no, <laughs> so he I'm is, so I know, I'm super so bummer. I love that kid. I know, super bummer. Uh, but he could be a factor this week, Josh Oliver. If there's no Addison, that's even another, you know, and Green Bay is 27th against uh, tight ends in adjusted fantasy points allowed. So things are lining up there. I don't know if you want to start Josh Oliver with your fantasy title on the line. However, if you're in like a 14, 16 team league and there's absolutely nothing else out there, he's at least a name you can throw in there and hope uh, he gets in the end zone or something like that. Josh Oliver, I, I love the the mentioning of Josh Oliver, by the way. Uh, longtime Josh Oliver. He came into the league pro- profiling as like a high-end Oh, I remember, yeah. End. Yeah, he sat on multiple taxi squads for two years of in Dynasty Leagues. You finally me. got rid of him? <laughs> well, because you can only sit for two years. Oh. On a, in, most, in most leagues, you can only sit for two years on a taxi squad. And so eventually, then you have to either promote them to your roster or, or, or dump you them. You know I don't play Dynasty. So for those of you who think I don't know what I, I just, I don't play Dynasty. So it's not that I'm, <laughs> I just don't, yeah, I don't know those, those rules. Um, that is interesting, though. I thought you could just kind of have players forever, but. So you, you do just not on your taxi squad, which doesn't count against your roster. Um, so that, gotcha. that's how it works. So. Okay. Uh, and all leagues are a little bit different. Joe's, uh, but I love those. Tucker Craft also has been good. He's been really good. So fun yeah. to watch these rookie tight ends. It's it's exciting. Uh, Joseph David in a PPR flex, Nico Collins or James Connor. Uh, I like Connor's floor, but I go with Collins in a better matchup there because Connor against that Philly run defense. That's kind of where I'm at. What do you think, Jen? God, we've talked a lot about James Conner today. A lot of James Conner today. You want to hear something funny about James Conner? Sidebar. Sure. sure. Uh, a guy uh, on Twitter hit me up with his with his roster, and he asked me a question about somebody else. I forgot. He said, should I start this person or this person? And I looked at his roster, and I was like, you know what? Uh, I know you didn't ask me this specific thing, but I think you should sit Conner for Devin a chain. And uh, I was, I mean, literally sick, all, like thinking all weekend about this random guy that tweeted at me because I watched the games and I saw that Connor went off and that a chain did not. I was so bummed out that I actually tweeted him in the middle of the night last night. I'm so sorry for that advice, blah, blah, blah. Turns out he didn't start either. He ended up picking up Zeke and he won. So oh, I, fun. I was so bent out of shape. So now this like, and then here we are, James Connor, James Connor. I'm just like, oh my gosh, James <laughs> Connor is like, in my... I don't know something about him, but uh, as far as sorry to take us off on a tangent there, I like Nico. Yeah, nice. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's where I go to. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna spare everyone my my five minute James Conner story, but um, it, it's very. I already gave a bad one. Yeah, so you already gave a great James Conner story, <laughs> but it's uh it's it's uh, uh an old lineup thing from years ago that a friend of mine and I still give each other a hard time about. So, uh, inflective, uh, 2k start to Ridley, Godwin, McLaurin, Reed, Pittman, or stream a player on waivers. I don't think I'd stream with those options. If Pittman starts, I think Pittman goes in my lineup against the Raiders. Uh, outside of that, uh, I mean, Reed's another one. If he starts, then I'm, I'm going to put him in the lineup, but it, you know, he's very questionable from what I understand. Um, I don't like, I don't, I guess McLaurin against the 49ers is interesting because if you're going to beat the 49ers, you do it, you, you, you do it through their secondary. Uh, oh, that's tough inflexive. Um, yeah. Terry McLaurin was, was the, the headliner of my dead weight report uh, this yeah. morning. I just, you just can't trust him. You can't. I, I, yeah. And it's not his fault. No, nope. it's just not. It's just that team, you know, even with Jacoby Brissett, like he was better. He had a banner week last week with him. 
but against San Francisco, I just, I don't think with everything on the line, I'd want that. Um, like you said, I think Pittman, if he plays, which I think he should, okay. I mean, he it, almost, it sounds like he's he almost like played Pitt. last week, which was ridiculous. Yep. And I'm glad they, they changed the, uh, I'm glad he came clean that he was having symptoms and I'm glad they sat him. Cause when they first said he was going to play, I'm like, he got that clocked. hit was like, so ugly. There's was no so way. Ugly. Oh, yeah. Man. And then they're oh. like, Oh, he's ready. <sighs> and then like the day before he, you know, I guess came clean that he was having symptoms, which was great. So hopefully if he's back, I would go him. And then like you said, if Reed, yes, if not, I mean, maybe Godwin, but I don't love Ridley or McLaurin there. Yeah, brutal. Uh, Lee Ving lost Hawkinson. I'm sorry, Lee. We're sad about that too. Uh, Jen covered some good tight end options for you to seek after. Good luck. I hope you you nail it. Kells22 wants to know if we should roll with David and Joku this week. Um, the Jets are kind of average against the tight end, so I think that you can safely start in Joku. He's been getting lots of targets and been really yeah. good. So, um, you know, yeah, I, I can't I imagine. Feel... I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, it's fine. I feel better about Njoku than I do about the receivers. Is what I was going to say. Oh, I was just going to say I can't imagine that there's uh anyone better. Like I wouldn't go with anyone that I just mentioned over in Joku. So if you have them, I think you're starting them. Makes sense. And Jen, it is time yes. for the other critically oh. important question I have for you each week. And that is, is it a good week to stream kicker? It's a decent week. I, I don't hate it. I, I, I I'd, I'd give it a seven and a half maybe <laughs> on the scale That's of great. whatever. The this time of year, seven and a half straight, it's phenomenal. I right? It. I mean, it's not not horrible. And we, we actually had a decent week last year in the kicker realm. I think I had three out of five were top 12. So we're still banging out some kickers here. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, first guy on the list, Lucas Haversick uh, at the Giants. He is 4% rostered. This guy has, he's got, he has double digit outputs in three of the last four contests. They are six and a half point favorites uh, on the road with an implied team total of 24.25. The Rams are, like I said earlier, they're fighting for a playoff berth. So they're going to, they're going to do everything they have. So uh, I like Lucas Haversick. As I say every week, I always want to put an L in there. I always want to do Haversick and I don't know why. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, he's my number one guy. Uh, second guy on the list is Greg Joseph. Uh, he's at home against the Packers and he is 6% rostered. He's home in the dome, right? I mean, that game is going to be fun, right? It's a divisional game. It's kind of a pick em. I, I mean, at the moment, the Vikings are one and a half point favorites, uh, and they have uh, a 24 point implied team total. But like we said earlier, the Packers are pretty vulnerable on defense. So I think Minnesota, even though they're missing some weapons, uh, I think they're going to put some points on the board. So Greg Joseph is uh, an option there. And like I said, he's only in 6% of Yahoo leagues right now. So he's widely available. Uh, third guy on the list is Chase McLaughlin uh, at home against the Saints. He is 2% rostered. He is quietly the kicker four in the last four weeks, kicker two in the last two weeks. Crushing it. Yeah. The Bucks are three uh, field goal favorite, basically three points with a 22.50 uh, implied team total. Tampa Bay is the number four seed in the NFC fighting for postseason life. So uh, once again, I think that, uh, you know, weather should be good. I like McLaughlin there. Uh, and then, of course, I have a bonus. I love it. Yeah, um, it was tough to decide the bonus. There was actually a couple options, but I'm going with with our boy. Well, I don't know if he's our boy, but Kaimi Fairbairn. He could be our uh, boy. He could be our right. boy. At home against Tennessee, he's only 3% rostered. He's had a rough two weeks, right? Not the best, but this week he gets the Titans and he's three and a half. They're three and a half point favorites. Uh, the Texans are, and uh, they have a 23.25 implied team total. And he's 
free at 97% of rosters. So if you're in a deeper league and those other guys aren't available, he's an option. Excellent. I love it. I love all those kicker options. I'm excited that Greg Joseph is 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 a presence because I feel like he should be and he just hasn't been most weeks. So I'm excited that he's there. Yeah, he's usually in our conversation. And I would say out of 17 weeks, I don't know, maybe only a handful he's been in the mix. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but he's he's in a good spot this week. So yeah, excited to see him back there. Uh, Steven Smith, start one for their flex. Brees Hall, uh, C.E.H. Flowers, Zamir White, Noah Brown. Uh, if Josh Jacobs is out, then that's white for me. But otherwise, I like flowers. You can talk me into Brees Hall, Jen. I just, I feel like Brees Hall has to be the most frustrating player to have on your fantasy team because he's getting you 40 points or two. And that's it. That's all he's getting for you. It's, it's got to be driving you crazy. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, you know, I haven't paid a ton of attention to Brees Hall because I don't, I actually did not draft him anywhere. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I did play against him this last week. So I was kind of at least you know, watching him, but, uh, I, yeah, I mean, he's a guy that whole offense is, is spotty as we know, but like you said, uh, Zamir white in a good spot if Jacobs doesn't play flowers had a great game last night. Uh, he's in the mix. Noah Brown. If Collins is back, not so great. Uh, C E H. I mean, the problem is, is I mean, he's, he's the only, he's the only man standing right now, but do we want that? I, I, you know, I, I he's, <laughs> It's tough to get on board with that. Like he's in a good spot and you're like, sweet. He's all they have. He's going to, it's Andy Reid. They're going to, but then again, I don't know if you trust that. Yeah. And Brown, I'd like better if we knew CJ Stroud was going to be the guy right, there, but that that's too. worry, worrisome to me too. Uh, all right. Toby wants to, if uh, Isaiah Pacheco misses, they need to know if they need Jalen Warren, Darren Waller, Curtis Samuel, Tyler Algier, or Demarcus Robinson. Uh, to me, this is Warren, uh, unless you're in a tight end premium. He said it's a full PPR. Uh, tight end premium, I'd side with Waller, but a, a PPR, I'd go with Jalen Warren here. What do you think, Jen? Um, yes, I could be possibly talked into Algier. He's getting so okay. much work. He does. Uh, but like I said, Demarcus Robinson, I feel like is a little bit of fool's gold, and Curtis Samuel, I, I yeah, I can't get on board with anyone on the Commanders really. So, uh, like you said, if it's not tight end premium, then Warren, but maybe Algier. I like that. Uh, leaving Carr over two in a championship game, hold my nose, uh, giving <laughs> Ravens too much credit. I mean, you could talk me into that. I would still go with Tua, though. I, we, we talked about this a little bit earlier. It's just He's just been really good, and that offense should be able to move the ball. So um, I, I, it's okay to be concerned about that. And if you want to go with Carr, I'm not going to beat you over, up over it because it's, you know, it's a good matchup there, but I'd probably still side with Tua. This next question is interesting. I can't imagine it's a real question unless – it's sarcastic and they don't want to start. I mean, right. I mean, yeah. I would think because Chase isn't coming back. <laughs> Chase right? is not coming back. So yeah. I think, um, unless you're, you know, yeah, it, it has to be Godwin there unless you're just, I don't know. Yeah. Sorry. So, I didn't yeah. mean to jump the gun and I know you're, no. you're the, you're the question asker, but I just saw that and I was like, but oh. Jen for, I, I, I in my opinion, you'd be a much better question asker than me. So no. uh, jump in whenever you want. Uh, I'm, I'm right here. <laughs> but yeah, Notorious TBG wants to know if they should start Jamar Chase or Chris Godwin in a PPR. Uh, obviously, Godwin, uh, but we, unless they they know something we don't, I don't believe Jamar Chase is coming back. Uh, Han Lee wants to know Mostert against a super tough defense or bench for Ty Chandler or Eckler. Um, Mostert just gets in the end zone. It's just something he does. And I... I'd have a hard time sitting Mostert. You could talk me into Chai Chandler here, but I, I I think I'd still go Mostert 
Um, that's tough though, Jen. Mostert just keeps on rolling, man. You think yep. he's hurt. You think he's going to get, you know, less, less volume, uh, with Jeff Wilson there and, and Devin and change like, and he just, he just keeps on proving everyone wrong and just keeps on rolling. So, um, he, it is a tough, it is a tough matchup though. So like you said, I could possibly go with Chandler there. Eckler, you just can't trust right now, unfortunately. Um, so yeah, Mostert, maybe Chandler. I know Mostert had a little bit of something happen last week. I don't know if he's, yeah, make sure he's not going into the week questionable. Um, right. cause he, he definitely, uh, he definitely left the game for a while. So, uh, Toby, what's so Bucks D versus the saints or the bears versus the Falcons. Uh, Bucks D has really struggled lately and the saints offense is not bad. So I, I would go with the bears against the Falcons. The bears are kind of trending in that opposite direction. So that's where I would go. Uh, Agreed. before I get to defensive streamers, I want to take a minute to talk about prize picks. Prize picks is daily fantasy sports made easy. Go to prizepicks.com slash accurate. Use code accurate for a first deposit match up to $100. Uh, my picks have not been great lately, but we'll see how it goes for week 17. I'm eyeing Geno Smith to get less than 230.5 passing yards against the Steelers. They get a lot of pressure. They rank fourth in AFPA to opposing quarterbacks. Talked about that a little earlier. Not excited about Smith against the Steelers. And then I also like CD Lamb to get more than 90.5 receiving yards against Detroit. The Lions ranked dead last in AFPA to receivers. Lamb has eclipsed that number seven times this season, including against Miami last week. Uh, don't forget to go to prizepicks.com slash accurate. Use code accurate for a first deposit match up to $100. Prizepicks is daily fantasy sports made easy. All right, back to defensive streaming. I've got a few options here for you, and it's a pretty good week to stream defenses. Um, I like the Rams at the Giants. That's kind of my number one. Rams available. Uh, they're only rostered in 20% of Yahoo leagues. Uh, Giants rank 30th in AFBA to opposing uh, defense special teams, which is great. Giants also allow the most sacks in the league, and they score the fewest, uh, second fewest points in the league this year. Uh, we don't know if it's going to be Terod Taylor or Tommy DeVito. I don't care. I still like the Rams defense against the Giants. So that's my number one. Uh, close number two is Las Vegas at Indianapolis. Indianapolis is 23rd in AFPA to opposing defense special teams. They're 12th in giveaways, 12th in sacks allowed. And the Raiders quietly allow the eighth fewest points per game this year. They're actually pretty good. And they're trending in that positive direction. Antonio Pierce is doing his best to earn a full-time gig as the head coach. And a lot of that is because of how good the defense has been. So uh, that's it. And then um, you could talk me into... <laughs> Some other ones, but where I'm going to go is if you get either side of that Chicago versus Atlanta game, uh, I'm okay. It's it's in Chicago. Uh, the Falcons are tied for 12th in giveaways. Bears are seventh in giveaways. Atlanta scores the ninth fewest points in the league. Bears give up the eighth most sacks. I, you know, both these teams struggle offensively. Both these teams are playing well defensively. I'm okay with either one of them. I would probably pick Chicago since they're the home team and because they're trending a little bit better on offense than Atlanta is right now. So uh, Chicago versus at, you know versus Atlanta at home is fine. I'm also okay with the other side of that. So Rams, Raiders, Chicago, Atlanta in that order. And if you my my bonus would be if you're really feeling frisky, Carolina at Jacksonville. I don't hate that, but I, it's Carolina. And they're, they've been good defensively, but they're not scoring defensively. They're just kind of mucking along, not giving up a lot and, you know, shutting down receivers. That's kind of what Carolina's been doing. So I don't know how excited I'd be to actually do that. But um, but the Rams, they they kind of look like they're trying to make a run here late. So go, go with the Rams. <laughs> um, and I think we've hit all the questions. Nope. I'm not. I'm not hanging up. I'm not done. 
You're not done. You're not I'm done. I'm just kidding. Well, I don't want this to be the last show. It's true. This is the last show. Um, I want to say thank you to all the listeners and the people in the chat uh, for hanging with us all season. It's been a lot of fun. We love you very much. I also want to say that our producer, Sal, is awesome and is phenomenal and appreciate everything he's done behind the scenes today and uh, all season long. Absolutely love Sal. Thank you to Sal for all he's done uh, for the show and for me. Like He, he helps me out a tremendous amount. Uh, phenomenal producer, phenomenal person. And Jen, phenomenal person, phenomenal friend, phenomenal co-host. Thank you so much for everything you've done all season. Uh, really appreciate you um, across the board. Well, I'll, I appreciate I'll, I'll you miss back. you after today. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I appreciate you back. And Sal as well. Um, thank you guys for putting up with me all season. Uh, I can't believe we're, we're at the end of the line here. That's nuts. Um, yeah. And then I guess, I mean, there will be some iteration of TMAP uh, later on. We're, we're going to take some time off and uh, we'll see what happens. They'll, so. they'll be, there'll be some sort of off season shows at some point, but for we'll now, figure, we'll figure that out for yeah. now. We are done. I hope everybody crushes their title games, including yes. you, Brandon, and including me. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> go go win that chip. Um, thank you. Thank you again. Uh, always a pleasure. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Uh, we were here every Tuesday evening, but like Jen said, we're going to be taking a break for a little while as the offseason gets underway. Uh, still check out the 4 for Four YouTube channel. Discuss um, you know, with other listeners all the great content that 4 for Four puts out. You can follow us on Twitter at Jen Akins NFL and at 2GuysBrandon. Thanks so much for checking us out. Have a good day.